Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a podcast exploring church revitalization, church planting, and other Southern Baptist goodies we fill the air with, like eating crazy hot chips or McRibs. Well, I'm Matt Hensley, the pastor of May Hill Baptist, and I'm joined as most always, Most always, Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman of First Baptist Alamogordo. I forgot to mention, you are the pastor the here. The pastor, yes, Not fake you. pastor, not half no, pastor. No. You are the man. I, yep. You are the man in charge. I, well, You're the man of the that. hour. Everybody looks to you for... <laughs> I'm, I'm bona fide. <laughs> bona fide. Well, <laughs> we're both pastoring fantastic churches in southern New Mexico. I'm up in the mountains close to God. You're yep. down in the desert close yep. to the devil. Uh, right. But we're wading through the waters of church revitalization and are glad you joined us as we share a bit about where, what we're learning as we go through this process, all of the mistakes that yeah, we are certainly right. made. Well, I'm not that's making. Right. I'm perfect. Oh. But yeah. Kyle makes mistakes. Uh, I never do. But I guess we can get some of the formalities out yeah. of the way. Yeah. How is your family doing? Your first Good. ministry, how's it going? Yeah, it's going well. So uh, we got hit with the flu a couple weeks ago. Glory. And I'm glad we, yep. we were not recording oh, this time. No kidding. It was not a lot of fun for about two weeks around our house. Um, but, no, man, things are going great. Um, so our son uh, just w- is on a Lego League team where they have, like, this this uh, robot Lego uh, thing and and they advanced onto the regional competitions so that's coming up here in a couple of weeks in Albuquerque, um, and he's also doing uh, basketball and so we're juggling those two things and, and our poor daughter is being drugged all over the place to her brother's activities. So. Let, let me ask real quick on the trip to Albuquerque, is there like a Lifeway or something there that you could go? There's not a lot. There's a Barnes and Noble, big big Barnes and Noble. There's so, not a Lifeway. So you can't buy anything for the church no. there and count right. that as much. Right. No. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. what I was getting at. Trying to. Because no. <laughs> no. right. Yeah. Because you, you know you go to El Paso and you just drop into Lifeway. Oh, yeah. this is a church trip. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly you're making we, bank. We, no. we, we don't advocate we for do fibbing on your no. mileage reimbursement. Not, not at all. A uh, what what do you call those things? A disclaimer. Don't yes, don't try right. this no. at your church. Don't do what Matt does. <laughs> hey! No, I, I said I was perfect. I am oh, above right. for, for all of those good things. Uh, but my family is doing well. Somehow we made it so far through all of the flu stuff. However, we just wow. got a message from uh, one of our daughter's teachers that I think 12 of their students, that's oh half gosh. of their class, yep. is out. It's been um, rough I don't know that it was necessarily the, necessarily the flu. Probably was. And so uh, I just hope that maybe if we get it, we can all get it at once. At the same knock time. Knock it out. Yep. Just instead of yep. the whole carousel through the family and yep. then start all over again at the beginning. Yep. Uh, but we're doing well. Uh, girls went uh, ice skating yesterday oh, cool. up in Cloudcroft. And... Uh, which meant that one of them, uh, the dumb one, uh, was just like sitting in the, the water the whole time. Like She just found the slush spark, s- sat in that as much as she could, and then was complaining the rest of the day that yeah, she was she cold. Was cold I wonder up. why, genius. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, everything's going well. Wife's going good. Uh, awesome. And uh, so I, I'm glad that you are feeling better uh, so that yeah. we can record, because I wasn't about to come up here in anything less than yeah. a hazmat no, suit. I, I wouldn't have case. blamed you, man. No. I didn't want to leave my house in anything less than that. And so that's good. We don't care about your family anyway. <laughs> How's, how's the church going? How's Fubuchu? Fubuchu. Uh, we're trucking along. Um, January was rough uh, because of the flu season. <laughs> so we, um, you know, numbers were down. And when numbers are down, offerings are usually down. Um, but there at the end of the month, we, we rebounded a little bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, you, you know, that's just one of the realities of pastoring small churches is when stuff like that hits. I, I feel like we, we get a, 
an extra impact yeah. from that when people are out sick because you have one or two families out sick and if you're running 75 Suddenly, I mean, that drops you, you to that drops you to like mid 60s right <laughs> yeah. and it's a yeah it's, it's a huge impact we, we so. were running into that as as well and and it seemed to be all of the like leadership you know right. worship leaders were out and right the sunday that i had to preach well, seeing do all of that stuff i was out one and, sunday i mean i i, I woke up well they, one they were blessed that day. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> best day at all <laughs> tell you what that's that's our preacher's worst nightmare <laughs> to wake up on sunday morning and just go oh it's not happening today, and you know I, I called our uh, called a guy in our church about six thirty that morning. I just said I said Chuck, it's I'm not going to make it this yeah. morning, and he stepped in. It was it was awesome, and it's so. it's a nice uh, comfort yeah. to know when when you have that kind of built yeah. in somebody that at least can step in. Yeah. We've got the former pastor at the church, super supportive, super great. And uh, he he has shared with me numerous times. If I wake up on Sunday, he yeah. he doesn't care if it if it's ten forty five. Yeah. If suddenly something happens and I yeah. need him to step in, he's he's yeah. ready to go. And so it's it, it is a comforting thought. Yeah. You don't like that, right? Uh, it's not something that you hope happens, but it's nice to know that if that happens, the yeah. show does. And, uh, and you does know, I would off. I would say that I that I was worried about how things were going to go off, but but the truth is. Um, I, I made a couple of phone calls, sent a couple of text messages, make, make, made sure I had stuff covered, and went right back to bed. Yeah. I felt awful. Uh, I woke up about the time service was starting here yeah. at 1030. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good. And it's a good reminder that it, it, it does not all uh, fall on, right. on us. We need to right. be in equipping and helping Absolutely. others be a part of that kind of stuff. And, and we're going to dive into and some of And those will increase our prayer too. life, which we're going to yeah. talk about in just a yeah. second. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and we've talked a little bit about what we're uh, reading. I know yeah. in a, a group we're both in, you shared your post of like 20 books that you read yeah, at one like time. <laughs> I, I used to do the whole four or five books at a time. Yeah. And uh, and I've tried to call it down to about two or three. And I've, I've shared, you know, that I, I'm obviously dominating you on the reading category. Yeah. I think oh, I've yeah, you finished are. my 15th yeah. at this point. And I, I've actually, I need to brag on myself a little bit because, <laughs> because you're perfect. I, I am perfect, but I, I am dominating my mother, which oh, has never nice. happened in my life. Nice. She's the one that reads like 3000 yep. books a year. And right now I'm about six above her. And so I'm feeling nice. pretty good about cool. myself. Uh, but I, I'm reading a, uh, the, the one that I'm really enjoying right now, surprisingly enough, I shared about how I struggle with history books and biographies is this yeah. is kind of a combination of the two and um, and I don't remember the exact title but it's a uh, story about uh, Luther and his wife and oh, okay. kind of their cool. un, uncommon union it was yeah. certainly different uh, at the time and uh, and I've been enjoying that because it is both history and, and biography right. those aren't things that I normally like but that that's been pretty good I see you've got Reclaiming Glory, which yep. we're about to dive into a little we bit are. today, as we did uh, last week. Uh, what else? Have you finished Just As I Am? No. No. <laughs> uh, Is that by, by, the by Thanksgiving? Yeah, okay. by, by, by Thanksgiving, I hope to be done with it. Um, and that's when I just kind of hit a wall. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but, but I just I hit a wall, and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to step away from this for a little bit. So I'm reading uh, Knowing God by J.I. Packer. Um, I'm reading a leadership book by Albert Moeller, uh, Reclaiming Glory by Mark Clifton, um, and I think that's it. So yeah, I've got I've got four books going right now, and, and then the fifty that you're trying to use for your dissertation. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> fact, I, I think I shared that a picture of that uh, that uh, hot pink bookshelf that's in our that was yeah. our daughter's that I, that I uh, confiscated repurposed for, yeah. for a time. It is your dissertation and, shelf, and at it's this point. full. There are three shelves on it, and it's packed yeah. full. Awesome. Um, well, one day you'll be done. And then well, Jesus will yep. return. Or I will die. Was, whatever, whatever, whatever happens first. Well, yeah, last, that's right. <laughs> last week we had the joy of uh, discussing with uh, Mark yeah. uh, Clifton about um, the reclaiming glory and just really revitalization in general. We've 
we, you know, we call this a dumpster fire, a train wreck for that purpose. We, we kind of, you know, we've got ADD, so everything's going around <laughs> in our head anyway. Uh, but we do want to give some helpful content, especially for pastors that are listening. But, but even if you're not a pastor and you're a member of a church, even an established church or a church that may be declining or plateauing, we want some encouragement for, for you in this podcast right. as well. And so Mark, as you know, was the North American Mission Board uh, Director of Replanting. Yep. Uh, that is the longest title I think it, I've ever heard in my impressive. life. impressive, yeah. It is kind of impressive, but uh, we enjoy learning from them. So we're going to continue that uh, train today and see where it takes us. Uh, we don't have uh, Mark with us, obviously, but he is here in spirit as we're diving into his book, Reclaiming Glory, yeah. and, and sharing really some highlights specifically about some of his paradigms or what what was the word uh, that he used? I can't even remember at this point. The What's the word? You know oh, the word. Oh, Come the on. imperatives. 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 There you go. Come on, the imperatives. Kyle. I'm reading the book. That's right. Well, I should have. <laughs> well, read it. And come so, on. Read um, faster. Yeah. And, and so let me say, too, I mean, we're, we're going through this book for a reason. For one thing, it's, it's not written at a super high level. So you don't have to have a PhD <laughs> or, or a doctorate. <laughs> we can um, read it. You, you, and it's and it's short. It's a hundred and less than one hundred and fifty pages. Are there pictures? Um, th there are no pictures. I'm, out. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but this is a really good introduction. So if you think your church might be in a spot for revitalization or or even a replant, I highly recommend this book to you. It's it's accessible and, and I think it's good for pastoring across the board because these imperatives are not just good things to do if your church is on the verge of dying. But even if your church is going strong, it's a, it's a, these are good things to keep it the, healthy. These are imperatives for, I, I would say, anybody for, inside or outside of the church. Absolutely. And, and whether the church yeah. is going and blowing or struggling. Right. All, all of these, I think, are universal. But these are definitely some right. shots in the arm for for those that are plateauing, declining, sure. or or in the case of uh, you, you know, we heard last year how many churches are closing yeah. their doors. Yeah. Um, you know emphasizing some of these imperatives, things that we have to be doing, right. uh, we'll absolutely write a uh, ship. And yeah. uh, and so we, we're going to talk today about one of the imperatives, uh, at least we may dive into some more if we have time. Right. This first one is prayer. And we've talked a little bit, at, at least at my church, our prayer meeting, how yep. you know we, we've yep. got maybe 120 on a Sunday, and we might be lucky to have four or six at our right. prayer meeting this year. Uh, you know, As part of our emphasis for uh, 2018, we were going to push prayer, assimilation, yep. church planting, and evangelism. And, and prayer, for many, uh, is something we do after or, or before a meal. Right. Uh, not, you know, at a Mexican food restaurant, you, you do it after the chips and salsa. I never quite understood that. <laughs> but, you know, you bless, you bless the that. food except for the chips. And salsa. They're, right. they're already blessed. They're blessed. But, uh, but, but anyway, you know, that's when we think of prayer, we think of, you know, our life is in shambles. So then we turn to prayer or, you know, we're, we're praying after a meal or after a right. sermon or, you know, the worship leader needs to get in place. Yeah. So we want to pray. Talk, talk to us about this whole pray without ceasing, one of the imperatives. Sure. So, so the whole idea is... It's, it's really simple, and, and obviously this comes right out of Scripture, right? First Thessalonians 5.17 in the Christian Standard Bible says pray constantly, pray, pray without ceasing. Cool Southern so, Baptist That's right, version. the cool yeah. Southern Baptist version. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, let's just talk about what, what that looks like in our lives because we've both been a part of churches where we have the prayer meeting that's 
45 minutes of discussion, and, and we joke and call them organ recitals, right? Because uh-huh. you're talking about, you know, Grandma Nancy's organs. Um, that's what you meant by that. <laughs> that's, you you yeah, said that already. Yeah, yeah, no you, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like you're, ta- you're talking about so-and-so's kidneys and so-and-so uh, had gallbladder surgery. You're it. talking about <laughs> it's an organ recital. I, I thought it was more superficial, <laughs> like hangnails and no. you know, knees hurting and back hurting. No, okay. but... Okay. But you call it prayer meeting, and there's a whole lot more discussion, sometimes in far more detail than we ever needed to know about. That would be called gossip. That's right. And, <laughs> That's a holy gossip. And, and, and then there's 10 minutes of praying yeah. at the end. And, um, you know, so the whole idea is not just not just in our congregations, but in our personal lives as well. If And, and I, I like this quote out of Mark's book, because he says, if you don't cry out to God in consistent, passionate prayer, you won't replant a church. Because church revitalization is hard work. Um, You're going to be dealing with structures that are oftentimes unhealthy. You're going to be dealing with maybe some uh, leaders in churches who who have no business in the leadership roles that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And there can be a lot of certainly frustration and spiritual attacks, spiritual, absolutely spiritual attacks. Um, and I don't know about you, but man, I feel like I physically feel the stress, particularly in between my shoulders. And I mean, that's just that's where I feel it. And it's just because you're swole, right? Um, yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> yeah, that's it. Absolutely, yeah. Not yeah. It. <laughs> so, so what does it look like to pray constantly? I mean, obviously, that doesn't mean that we walk through day in and day out with our head bowed and our eyes closed, well, you right? Walk into a wall, right? Right, or yeah, or a pole, or get hit by a car, and and you know, life done, ministry over. So. It simply means we want to be in communication with God yeah. throughout the day. Now, that that probably looks like a focused time of prayer, either in the morning or at night, right? When when it's just you and God. So either before the rest of the family gets up or after the rest of the family's in bed, um, taking some time and 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 I know you you're an you're an early riser. <laughs> like I like to get up early. When I say early, I mean like I'm five. Up when most people are going right. to bed. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so I like like when I say early, I'm up at five. You're up at Three thirty. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think one of the one of the keys has to be, and, and we talked about this a little bit in, in you know discussing worship, is how we have to model it. You right. know, the church, even though they're not looking at the at, at the pastor in terms of I, I want to act like him and look like him and all of that. Hopefully, I don't want right. anybody to look like me. Uh, but they are <laughs> looking for cues. You know, are you worshiping or am I thumbing through you know my sermon trying right. to get a last minute yeah. prep and, or am yeah. I engaged in the worship service? Yeah. And I think the same is true for prayer. If if we view prayer as the last resort, yeah. that DNA is going to be in our church right. too, and especially over time, right. where well prayer. Okay, the budget's down this. Well, we better pray now. Yeah. You know, we, we've yeah. got to fix it. And so for, for us, the, the starting point has to be in our own individual lives. Like right. you mentioned, for me, it works for me to be up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. I function better at 3.30 than I do at 3.30 in the afternoon. Godspeed, it man. Just, it, that's just the way I function. And so I get up early, pray, read scripture. I dive into all of those things and, and begin that day in prayer. And then throughout the day, this may be cliche, but it does help for me to have you know, praise and worship music, or at the very right. least, non-distracting music going yeah. where I'm in in communion with, with yeah. God throughout the day. And it's not so much a matter of let's every head bowed, every eye right. closed, we're going to pray right now. It's just 
being in touch with him and, and being in yeah. communion with him throughout the day when you're studying, when you're on your way to visit with somebody, you know, before I, you know, leave the, you know, the car, I'm like, you know, Father, just help me in this right. visit to encourage, to uplift, to, to shepherd well. Yeah. And, and God just go before me and prepare that, yeah. you know, that, that path for me. When I leave, give them thanks yeah. or like, Maybe it didn't go so well. God, you know, forgive me for where I failed or, yeah. or help them see what, what I was trying to yeah, get across, absolutely. things like that. And uh, and so I think that's number one is we have to, as, you know, as pastors, right. we have to model that for yeah. our people where it's not just a transition between a set or something like that. This, right. is, this is our lifeline to God. Yeah. And, and so so one of the things that we start, started in our church is what we call, we call it pray first. Um, it works because we're First Baptist Church. And we do it on the first Sunday night of the month. And so it, and so we gather at 6 o'clock in our sanctuary. And there have been times, I mean, there's been like three or four of us. There have been times we've had as many as 10. Um, but we don't have an agenda. I mean, we don't, we don't bring out the, the coveted prayer sheet. We don't bring out anything. I just tell folks, hey, we're going to gather in the sanctuary and pray. And I'll... Um, I'll usually walk through kind of kind of like we learned from from Don Whitney his mm-hmm. praying the Bible yeah. book. Um, take a psalm and and pray through that, and that'll take anywhere between fifteen to twenty minutes, depending on the way that the length of the psalm and and how we do it. I'll read um, read a portion, spend some time in prayer. Read a portion, spend some time in prayer, and then we scatter around the sanctuary, and we just pray for. I, I, like I tell them, I, I say if if you know somebody sits in that pew, pray for them. Yeah. If you know somebody doesn't sit in that pew. Pray that somebody would yeah. w- would would fill it, yeah. and that's one way. It's, it's a small thing, but it's one way we can develop. We've tried to develop some consistent prayer in the life of our church. Yeah. In addition to praying in the service, praying after Bible study on Wednesday night, th- those kind of things, but just specific times yeah. of focus prayer. How about you? Uh, you know that that's something for us too. That you know our our prayer meeting we walked through uh, Donald Whitney's uh, book and yeah. uh, my daughter went through one of them and, and that night she was so proud she said Daddy I want want you to hear my prayer and she's you know said Dear God and she read like right out of the Bible oh that's cool the, the Psalm I think yeah. is like Psalm four and it said in Jesus name I pray Amen <laughs> at first it's like it's not ex you know before I corrected right. like that's not exact but I was like well that that works on, on like her that's, level that, on that, on that level it, it was yeah. perfect she Absolutely. got it and uh, and so share with us there on you know when we post this on Facebook or, or out there what are you doing in in your church yeah. to incorporate prayer as not the last resort but the lifeline for right. for your church especially in a replanting work or really as we shared in your own personal life in the life of a solid growing church whatever it may be wherever you find yourself listening to this share how you're making prayer a vital part of your day from morning to night and so we thank you for joining us today we know that there are a billion podcasts and maybe even more that you could listen to and and maybe even rather listen to but you took the time to listen to this train wreck and as much of a dumpster fire as it was at least we hope there was a little bit of helpfulness in our episode today a little bit of encouragement as we went along but if you haven't yet be sure to subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast feed you listen to and visit us at www.notanotherbaptistpodcast.com or on Facebook under our name, Not Another Baptist Podcast. We say that a hundred times yeah, on we this do. thing. Uh, or on Twitter, this one's different, at NAB underscore podcast. But until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you proclaim. Have a great day. God bless and stay praying, my friends. Stay praying.